Run Smith Enterprises presents topics in endurance sports. I'm your host, Tim. This is a special 2020 Dog Days of Podcasting edition where some podcasters attempt to do a short episode every day for 30 days. More information at dogdaysofpodcasting.com. You can also subscribe to the Dog Days of Podcasting feed wherever you get your podcasts. And if you do that, you'll hear all of the other participating podcasters. There's at least a dozen of them, and I have been been enjoying all of the other shows, although I'm not going to say anything individually, but I have been enjoying them. Most episodes for most people are three to maybe 20 minutes long, something like that, probably averaging about 10 minutes. So it's pretty easy to go through them, especially if you do one and a half speed or something like that. So check them all out, please. Today is day number 14, Monday, August 17th, 2020. The topic, of course, during these dog days is not endurance sports, but it is instead historical pandemics. Today's topic, cholera epidemics. There appear, appear to be a number of cholera outbreaks. Some sources listing seven of them, starting in 1817. Like bubonic plague, it's never really gone away, but unlike bubonic plague, it seems to be still a more of a serious problem than bubonic plague is now. Three of these cholera epidemics are big enough that people talk about them a lot, give them these kind of three names. The first one being the first cholera epidemic, and it was from 1817 to 1824, and it was mostly in Asia and Europe. It began near the city of Calcutta, India, and spread through the South and Southeast Asia to the Middle East, Eastern Africa, and the Mediterranean coast. While cholera had spread across India many times previously, this outbreak went further. It reached as far as China and the Mediterranean Sea before subsiding. Hundreds of thousands of people, or maybe up to 2 million, depending on the source, died as a result of this pandemic. Hold on. Seems I always have to cough once. At least I hit the, uh, the cough button there. Okay, where was I? Uh, included in many of those dying were British soldiers, which attracted European attention. This was the first of several cholera pandemics to sweep through Asia and Europe during the 19th and 20th centuries. The cholera pandemic's origin in India led to a rise in anti-Asian sentiment in the West, especially towards Indian people and culture. Not too surprising, right? The second cholera pandemic was from 1826 to 1837. This one started in India again and went across Western Asia to Europe, Great Britain, and to the Americas, as well as east to China and Japan. Cholera caused more deaths more quickly than any, and than any other epidemic disease in the 19th century, according to what I read. So this is the biggie for the 1800s. Remember, the bubonic plague is fizzling out a little bit during this time. <clears throat> Smallpox, I still don't know how bad it was generally, but it's always around. But cholera was the worst for the 19th century, it sounds like. The medical community now believes cholera to be exclusively a human disease, which is interesting, spread through many means of travel and transmitted through warm, 
fecal contaminated river waters. Mmm, warm fecal contaminated river waters and contaminated foods. The, this second pandemic spread to Europe via Russia, claiming hundreds of thousands of lives. The cholera epidemic struck Warsaw, Poland during the Polish-Russian War of 1830 to 1831. Interestingly, cholera riots occurred in Russia, caused by the anti-cholera measures undertaken by the Tsarist government. Recall yesterday I talked about the plague riots in Russia. So I guess Russians, they just like to riot over infectious diseases. The epidemic reached Great Britain in 1831. In London, the disease claimed 6,500 victims. In Paris, 20,000 died out of a population of 650,000, with about 100,000 deaths in all of France. In 1832, the epidemic reached Canada and Detroit and New York City in the U.S. It reached the Pacific coast of North America between 1832 and 1834. So this thing moved fast all around the world. Coughing again. You know, I never have to cough until I start talking. You know how that goes. Starts doing an episode. Uh, side note here, kind of interesting. As a result of the epidemic, the medical community developed a major advance, the intravenous saline drip. It was developed from the work of Dr. Thomas Lada in Scotland. He established from blood studies that a saline drip greatly improved the condition of patients and saved many lives by preventing dehydration. Unfortunately, he was one of the many medical personnel who died himself in the epidemic. The third cholera epidemic, this is the third and last big one, was from 1846 to 1860. It originated yet again in India. In Russia, more than one million people died of cholera. It had high fatalities among the populations of Asia, Europe, Africa, and North America. Cholera spread from Irish immigrant ships from England to the United States, killing thousands in New York, a major destination for Irish immigrants. It then spread throughout the Mississippi River system, killing over 4,500 in St. Louis and over 3,000 in New Orleans. The outbreak that struck Nashville in 1849 to 1850 took the life of former U.S. President James K. Polk. During the California Gold Rush, cholera was transmitted along the California, Mormon, and Oregon trails, as 6,000 to 12,000 are believed to have died on their way to Utah and Oregon in the cholera years of 1849 to 1855. It is believed cholera claimed more than 150,000 victims. In the U.S. during the two pandemics between 1832 and 1855, and another 200,000 victims in Mexico. In 1854, an outbreak in Chicago took the lives of 5.5% of the population, about 3,500 uh, 3, people. Providence, Rhode Island suffered an outbreak so widespread, so widespread that for the next 30 years, 1854 was known there as the Year of Cholera. So let's talk a little bit more about cholera itself. It's an infection of the small intestine by some strains of the bacterium Vibri Vibrio cholerae. The classic symptom is large amounts of watery diarrhea. Vomiting and muscle cramps may also occur. Diarrhea can be so severe that it leads within hours to severe dehydration. 
The diarrhea is frequently described as rice water in nature and may have a fishy odor. Unfortunately, I saw a picture of this. Gross, gross, gross. An untreated person with cholera may produce 10 to 20 liters or 3 to 5 gallons of diarrhea a day. 3 to 5 gallons. This may result in sunken eyes, cold skin, decreased skin elasticity, and wrinkling of the hands and feet. Yeah, I can imagine. Severe cholera without treatment kills about half of the affected individuals in part because of dehydration and electrolyte imbalance. Dehydration can cause the skin to turn bluish, giving cholera the nickname the Blue Death. There was another disease that made skin turn blue. I forget which one. Symptoms start two hours to five days after exposure. The bacterium Vibrio cholerae is a gram-negative, comma-shaped bacterium. The bacteria attach themselves easily to the shells of crabs, shrimps, and other shellfish, which can be consumed in undercooked or raw marine life species. species. So cook your seafood, folks. Vibrio cholerae was first isolated as the cause of cholera in 1854. Kind of an important year and all that. A lot of things happened around 1854 regarding cholera. Transmission is usually through the fecal-oral route ugh, of contaminated food or water. I'm sorry. Fecal-oral route of contaminated food or water caused by poor sanitation. Mechanism of action Although most bacteria are destroyed in the stomach, some do get by. On reaching the intestinal wall, Vibrio cholerae start producing the toxic proteins that give the infected person a watery diarrhea. This carries the multiplying new generations of Vibrio cholerae bacteria out of your gross watery rear end into the drinking water of the next host if proper sanitation measures are not in place. So basically, if you drink someone's cholera-infected diarrhea, you're going to get it yourself. Sanitation, obviously, is key to controlling cholera. The last outbreak in the U.S. occurred in 1910 to 1911. This seemed really small. From what I read, I think it was, um, these were both in New York, a couple of tiny outbreaks in New York from people arriving on a ship from Europe. And I think it was just isolated right there. I wouldn't really call this much of an outbreak. So it's been over 100 years since we've had a problem in the United States. Although cholera can be generally be defeated by antibiotics, cholera strains resistant to current antibiotics are on the rise. Yes, antibiotic resistant cholera, that's not good. As with bubonic plague, there is a vaccine, but it's not really necessary in the US and most developed countries. It's recommended for some with compromised immune systems who might have to travel to more cholera-prone areas. On one hand, it seems cholera is generally under control if you have good sanitation, but then on the flip side, I read that cholera cholera still affects about three to five million people per year and causes about 50,130,000 deaths a year as of 2010. So it's still kind of big. This occurs mainly in the developing world. In the early 1980s, death rates are believed to have been greater than 3 million per year. So if we went from 3 million per year down to under 100,000, that's a good sign if that's happened in the last 30 or 40 years. But sounds like it's not down to small levels yet. 
It's difficult to calculate exact number of cases as many go unreported due to concerns that an outbreak may have a negative impact on the tourism of a country. Yeah, I can imagine. Cholera, cholera remains both epidemic in some places and endemic in many areas of the world. Endemic meaning, again, there's kind of just a low level amount of it. In October 2016, an outbreak of cholera began in war-ravaged war Yemen. WHO called it the worst cholera outbreak in the world. Uh, finally, a little bit about Jon Snow. And after I read this, I realized I learned about this somewhere, in some class in high school or college, but I cannot remember where. So this may ring a bell for some of you. The 1854 Broad Street cholera outbreak occurred near Broad Street in London. This outbreak, which killed 616 people, is best known for the physician John Snow's study of its causes and his hypothesis that germ-contaminated water was a source of cholera. So again, 1854, that's the same year that uh, uh, cholera was actually isolated, somewhere, or the, the bacterium was isolated somewhere else. This is happening independently. This was major evidence of the concept of germ theory, which at the time uh, was still not completely accepted, and many people still believe disease was caused by miasma. Miasma was bad air, which came from rotting food. Uh, given the conditions people lived in at the time, in stench-filled cities, this probably was fairly logical thinking to, to imagine bad air was carrying uh, killer particles. I mean, at least it wasn't some weird mystical uh, thing. At least it was kind of scientific. Anyway, Snow, John Snow, identified the source of an 1854 cholera outbreak as the public water pump on Broad Street. His advocacy convinced the local council to disable the Broad Street pump by removing its handle. Snow later used a dot map to illustrate the cluster of cholera cases around the pump. He also used statistics to illustrate the connection between the quality of the water source and cholera cases showing that water was being delivered to the outbreak area from sewage-polluted sections of the Thames River. Snow's study was a major event in the history of public health. It is regarded as one of the founding events in the, his, in the science of epidemiology, and his discovery came to influence public health and the construction of improved sanitation facilities beginning in the mid-19th century. So there you go. Good job, John Snow. And that's it for cholera for today. Tomorrow, uh, I'm not sure what we're going to be talking about. Maybe yellow fever. I am totally not prepared for it. Bye-bye.